Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X Insurance. X Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. It never ends, does it, ladies and gentlemen? Armed American Radio's Daily Defense begins right now in the Sig Sauer Studios here at George's AAR Ranch. Soon to be de- recognized and known as the Patriot Mobile Communications Center, beginning at, oh, I don't know, about nine days or so, something fun like that. Sitting here with you in front of the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone, I am Mark Walters, filling you a prescription for freedom today and every day, and it's all brought to you by the great X insurance we're going to jump right in and we're going to go right straight over to lee the gunwriter williams who is kind enough to stay with us for two hours lee we have a lot to talk about how are you my friend good brother how are you doing it's a beautiful day here it's a beautiful day here too but it's not as beautiful as it is in sunny sarasota florida it is sunny and beautiful here but it is not as beautiful as it is in sarasota florida let me reiterate that point just because well i'm from just a little bit north of you down there and i miss it every single day lee (laughs) Let's get started with this. We have some breaking news. Uh, You may or may not have heard this. I just got a text message from Alan Gottlieb moments ago. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't normally read private text messages over national airwaves, but I'm going to right now. Ninth Circuit votes to deny and bonk review in the Junior Sports Magazine case. Our win before the three-judge panel is now the law in the Ninth Circuit. Lee, are you familiar with that case? I got the same text message from Alan. I am not that familiar with the case. All right. Let me give you a rundown on this before we go into other breaking news stories. But the Junior Sports Magazine, ladies and gentlemen, case, you've heard Alan talk about it on this program before. It's been ongoing for a couple of years now. This was Junior Sports Magazine's Inc. versus Rob Bonta, the, of course, the AG in California. On July 7th, 2022, The plaintiffs, who were Junior Sports Magazine Incorporated, Raymond Brown, California Youth Shooting Sports Association, Redlands, California, Youth Claw Shooting Sports, California Rifle and Pistol Association, the CRPA Foundation, Gun Owners of California, and the Second Amendment Foundation, all collectively, if you recall, filed suit against California AG Rob Bonta in his official capacity as the Attorney General of California, challenging the constitutionality and seeking to prevent the enforcement of California Business and Professions Code 2294980, here's where you'll remember, which prohibits firearms industry members from advertising or marketing as defined firearm-related products in a, quote, manner that is designed, intended, or reasonably appears to be attractive to minors. The plaintiffs Uh, in this case, you remember this, Lee? The First Amendment case, yeah, we talked about this 
advertising is speech. Advertising is protected First Amendment speech. Anyway, I'm sorry I interrupted. No, not if you're a Democrat and you're redefining democracy, because it's things like this that are what? A threat to democracy, according to the Democrats. How dare us? Let me continue quickly, because in this case, as you just as you just asserted, Lee, the plaintiff's complaint asserts, and I quote, violation of the right to free speech, political and ideological speech under the First Amendment. Number two, violation of the right to commercial speech under the First Amendment. Three, violation of the rights to association and assembly under the First Amendment. And four, violation of the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause. Boom. So that, ladies and gentlemen, in a nutshell, leave it at that. We'll talk a little bit about it with Lee now. Obviously, we will hear from the great Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation, in greater detail on the Sunday MonsterCast, as long as his travels permit. He is speaking on the main stage at CPAC this week. You will be able to watch him on television as he does that. And he's on with a great panel, by the way. So, Lee, let's talk a little bit about that. You know, First Amendment, Second Amendment, they go together, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. And this was really, really stupid on California's part, because there is oodles of case law showing that advertising is protected speech. Uh, Newspapers, magazines have been fighting this for, I don't know, decades. Um, You can't touch it. Now, obviously, it's like any amendment. You can't yell fire in a crowded theater. But yeah, advertising is protected speech. And like everything that California does, they don't really care about the constitutionality of their argument. So what does this tell you about the fact that the Ninth Circus, the most overturned circuit in American history, what does this say that they refused to take in an in bonk, meaning the entire panel of at least 11 judges, they refused to take this and let that three-judge panel stand? Uh, let me... Let me ask you that question right out of the box. Why do you think they refused an en banc hearing on this and let it stand? This tells me that this case is so open and shut and so embarrassing, quite frankly, for Bonta and the powers out there in California, that there's they knew there was no way they were going to reach a difficult decision. Let's move on. There's nothing to see here. Go. Is this an indication that we may see more decisions by the Ninth Circuit in some abuse. Remember, we've got 19 cases, ladies and gentlemen, floating in California right now. Most of them, Lee, correct me if I'm wrong, are post-Bruin temper tantrums. And Bruin, ladies and gentlemen, is the clear law of the land, whether California, Bonta, or Newsom like it or not. Is this an indication to you, Lee, that we might get more refusals on some of these en banc requests from the plaintiffs in the or the, the defendants in these cases, in this case, Bonta, because they are clear violations of the law and the Ninth Circus themselves know that. Well, you know, we have always talked about when is the Supreme Court going to react? They're flouting this decision. They're flouting their, their uh, uh, opinion of both Heller and Bruin. They're they're they're. They need to be held accountable. We have we have been talking about nothing but every time that, you know, one of these tantrum laws resurfaces. So I don't know. I would love to see the Supreme Court take action, take some action against these judges who are and these politicians who are thumbing their nose. I I could come up with better phraseology on that, but I won't do it on the show. Um, 
Uh, well, it wouldn't be opinion. Foxtrot Charlie Charlie compatible. So I appreciate you being Foxtrot <laughs> yeah. Charlie Charlie compatible. Thank you for that, because I'm with you. And I'm sure most of our listeners are as well. But continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have wondered when the Supremes are going to start taking their opinions seriously and finally, I, I don't know, maybe holding somebody in contempt. Uh, you know, and quite frankly, the Ninth Circuit might be looking at who's what, which administration is coming next. They might be looking at, at, at the public here. This is an obvious case. I mean, I, I don't have to have a fancy black robe to, uh, to understand that California's argument is, is crazy. Um, who knows what's going on in their minds? Maybe they just decided to do the right thing. Maybe they were hungover when they made this decision. <laughs> I don't know. It, it certainly is the right thing to do. Uh, there's no arguing that the California's position was ludicrous there. Uh, you know, having been in newspaper, a newspaper man for 20 years, I can tell you, brother, there is oodles of case law on this and they would have gotten spanked and they would have looked really bad. Yeah, they knew that the Supreme Court would take a case like this. They knew this was a clear violation. They knew it was not going to stand. And as a result of that, what did they do? No, nah, I don't think so. We're not going to take this case, which was a smart thing to do by the Ninth Circuit. They knew it. Because let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to this program for a while and following these cases as we have for many, many years, now near 15 years on the show. It's not out of the realm of possibility that the, that the Ninth Circuit, or circus as we call it, would have taken another case. They're the most overturned court in the land, Lee. Clearly, they're yeah. capable of, well, just tossing the Constitution and a Supreme Court decision in the garbage. But this one was so blatant, they knew they couldn't. So this is a prime example of, yet again, liberal ideology being smacked right smack in the face by a rolled up, hopefully really tightly rolled up, copy of the United States Constitution, in this case, at least the First Amendment to the Bill of Rights. So congratulations to California for a victory on that note. And for the youth shooting sports organizations out there who are now going to benefit as a result of being able to do what they do without impediment from the commies that occupy the attorney general's office, that being Rob Bonten, of course, Governor Newsom, because I'm sure they're not pleased with this. Having said that, Lee, as we go to this break, I haven't seen a response. I just got this information as you did, but I have not yet seen a response from Newsom. I don't know that he well, he will. He can't help himself. He'll respond at some point in time and he'll cl he'll claim that the Ninth Circus was weak and like because they're friends. He expect the Ninth Circus to uphold their unconstitutional laws. That's why they're so overturned, ladies and gentlemen. We've got more breaking news here on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense as it applies to Kansas City. And what's going on out there? And then I'm going to tell you why Joe Biden absolutely will not be reelected in 2024, coming up on the first Tuesday following the first Monday in November, just a few months down the road. I'll tell you why he absolutely will not be if he's on the ticket. We'll be right back with Lee. Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. And precision. Welcome back to the ranch. X Insurance presenting all of it. 
Sig Sauer Studios. Mark Walter sitting in front of the Daniel Defense Powerful and Platinum microphone for you today on dozens of radio stations around the nation. Welcome back to the program. It's going to be a good one. We've got Lee the Gunwriter Williams for two hours. We're going to catch up with Lee today on a number of stories and have some fun in the process. Lee the Gunwriter, welcome back. My good longtime friend. You are a longtime contributor to this program. I remember broadcasting when you were down there at the Sarasota Herald Tribune. And we actually broadcast yeah, that was a hoot. the Herald Tribune. Also, wasn't that fun? That was a hoot. That was really a good time. I remember we had uh, Skinny on the phone with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was before the president of USA Today personally fired you. Yeah, that was before Gannett bought our paper and turned it into <laughs> a rag. I've often you know, I've said this before, and I'll say it again because it's fun. That was the only time that a, f- a close friend of mine got fired that I jumped for joy. I was so happy they let you go because look at you now, man, you know, and, and that's all it took. But you know, I, I go back, use your credentials to go back to that Ninth Circus thing for a deal on the First Amendment. It's so vitally important. I'll let you wrap up on that. But as a longtime newsman inside real newsrooms, as a real working journalist, what does this say? Because there, well, there's know, spider I'm, legs here, right? This goes deeper than just this yeah. case. Everybody else that's attacking First Amendment, Democrats across the country are going to look at this and go, rut row, right? Yeah, and, and you know, it it's, gets controversial, the difference between protected speech and advertising when, and during campaign season. When a politician may say something and want that put in an ad, and that's when it becomes dicey. So over the years, that's why this has been become such a well regulated and well litigated area so i mean it's it's like like uh assaulting people is bad okay you're not going to ever argue that assaulting people is good but that's kind of where they went with this case i couldn't believe it and obviously this is what they did not want to go to screams under any circumstances hey i just uh, something popped in my mind you and i've talked about this before but if i assault you with a stick did i beat you with a stick or did i beat you with an assault stick it would be an assault stick, man. Assault, yeah, or because the left, it's who, an assault weapon, right? Okay. I, I, that just yeah. popped up in my head when I heard you say that. So thanks for that I reminder. Would, uh, <laughs> I would call it a stick, but the Trace and Bloomberg would probably call it an assault, assault stick. An assault stick, right? Yeah. Okay. And assault is verbal, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Battery is physical, but, you know, who's counting? Kansas City Chiefs parade suspects charged in deadly Super Bowl victory parade shooting. So we have charges in here now. And, oh, I, you know, I was on 97.1 FM, uh, uh, the Mark Cox in the Morning Show today, and I love going on that show. And it's always fun because I follow Todd Pyro from Fox News. And um, the conversation there in the morning on that drive show is so good. Mark Cox is so up on what's happening. And like me, he has been blown away by the media coverage of this Kansas City shooting, or, or Lee, should I say, lack thereof of coverage. Well, let me guess. Uh, the covers that you're seeing, do they mention that it might involve two groups of youths? Youths, <laughs> right? Two youths. Yes. What did yes. you say? What's a youth? Yeah, two youths, the old My Cousin Vinny stuff. But let's go mm-hmm. into this. We knew. I didn't cover this program or on this program Sunday show. I didn't cover the Kansas City, Kansas City shooting. And I got a lot of email from people saying, hey, I'm just curious. You know, you got you're one of two of the largest programs in the country focusing on this. How come you didn't mention Kansas City? And I responded to those emails. Well, because the media is this is we don't know anything yet. 
What they're telling you now is nothing. We are we're going to know more about this tomorrow. It was clear to me it was a protected class. So let's just leave it yeah. at that. As of now, two people have been charged. And by that, I mean color. I mean gender. Whatever the media decides they don't want to report on, it didn't fit their agenda. Let me put it that way. Two people have been charged in connection with last week's deadly shooting that killed one person and wounded 23 others during the Chiefs' Super Bowl victory rally. Two men face murder and other felony charges in connection with gunfire outside of Union Station last Wednesday. Dominic Miller, 18, of Kansas City, and a 22-year-old Lindell Mays of Raytown each face second-degree murder charges, two counts of armed criminal action and the unlawful use of a weapon. Both are being held on a million-dollar bail. The Jackson County prosecutor told reporters the following, we seek to hold every shooter accountable for their actions on that day, every single one. That tells me that there were more than just those two, Lee, because we've been told that at least two were minors, haven't we? So there's more. Yes. So this doesn't that make a gang, Lee? Woo. Oh, could don't, it, don't go right? there. Don't go there. Oh, I mean, oh, don't forget I, that Kansas City oh, Mayor right. quit. Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas took umbrage with the governor calling these guys thugs. He said that was a, a racial dog whistle for calling those uh, shooters thugs. Thugs. They're, they're, so, they're definitely thugs. They definitely qualify as thugs. Yeah, thugs, ladies and gentlemen, are punk criminal scumbags. That's not a racial term in my book. It never has been. Now, if you assault and rob an 80 year old woman, you're a thug. I don't care if you're from Mexico. I don't care if you're from Sweden. I don't care if you're from, I don't know, Dawsonville, Georgia. You're just a thug. You're a lowlife and a scumbag. But this is yet again taking over and changing the language. I mean, the identity politics by by Democrats. So what do they want to do? Be identified as thugs? Do they want the minority community in their cities to be? Is that what they're saying they are? And don't use that term. I mean, come on, man. Come on, man. Lee, help me out here. Well, you know, thug has no race. I, you know, and I think it's kind of offensive that Mayor Lucas would uh, say that that term only applies to to black folks. I find that somewhat offensive. It is uh, offensive. As, as Isn't should. that racist on the surface? Yeah, I believe so. Quite, quite honestly, I believe so. Uh, I think the mayor needs to actually unleash his police to go after that. I knew right away what it was, too. I worked in a, as a police officer in a suburb of Kansas City, Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas City, Kansas, are both inundated with gangs who have specific areas of the city that they claim. It's been a problem forever. Notice I said gangs, not groups of youths. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and that's the issue there. And it always has been. Of course, a couple of them are going to walk in front of each other and deal with a disagreement the way they always do. I feel unfortunate that the, a young DJ uh, and mother of two was killed and that so many people were wounded. I am glad to see that most of them are have been released from the hospital. But, yeah, to immediately duck and cover like the mayor did and then to start playing the race card pretty much guarantees that this kind of crap is going to continue in Kansas City because he is not going to allow his cops off the raids to go after these guys. They know who they are. They're documented. They know where they live, and they know what portions of the city they they control. You better believe it. And, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there were two minors – that were also charged. 
with last week, by the way, on gun related and resisting arrest charges. We will wrap up the conversation on Kansas City with Lee, the gun writer Williams. When we come back, I'm going to tell you right now, this day has been flying. We're already halfway through hour one. Buckle down. This show is just going to book right along. Armed American Radio's daily defense continues from the ranch here in the Sig Sauer Studios, all of it presented by X-Insurance right after this. Don't go away. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back indeed. I guess I should unmute my microphone to make it live. You know that Daniel Defense Mike, you can't hear it if I have it muted. X-Insurance presenting all of this. Six Hour Studios lit up for you at the ranch. Lee the Gunwriter Williams, welcome back. Ask me this question. Ask me, say, Mark, how many cups of Defender coffee did you have this morning to start your day? (laughs) Was it a multiple of three or five? Let me just ask you that. Yesterday it was six. I'm not kidding. It was no, no, excuse me. Excuse me. That was on Sunday. I'm losing my days here because I had that that uh, red eye flight coming back, got me back into Atlanta at 545 in the morning on Sunday. And of course, did the monster cast for three hours on Sunday. But it was six cups of Defender coffee today. I think I had three today. And, in fact, I made my daughter one before she left for work as well. But she likes all that vanilla stuff in it, and she likes it iced with, you know, piles of sugar in it. And I'm thinking, yeah, no. Mm-mm. But I don't drink no, it black, I do, you know. I do a quadruple shot cappuccino every morning, which definitely gets the heart started. And you also have some of the Defender. You, you've, you've got some of that I as love well. It. You know, the concept is great, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to use this for the shameless plug. Defender Coffee has been with us for a long time. But when you you think about this and put this in perspective, and we do this with with all of our partners here because they are partners. They're not advertisers. They're partners. They sponsor us because they believe in what we do, and that's why we keep our relationships for so many years here on the show. But when you can drink a cup of coffee and support the Second Amendment Foundation, Lee, dude, that's a win-win. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Let me drink great coffee, and, well, I spent, I don't know, whatever it was for the bag. I forget. It just comes not anymore. I, they just charge it. I don't even look at it anymore. But whatever that percentage is goes to Alan Gottlieb's SAF. And guess what? Helped win that case in California today. For simply drinking coffee, I'm going to drink anyway. Why would I go to the grocery store when I can get better coffee? It shows up on the schedule I want it. And guess what? I'm supporting the right to bear arms. It's a it's a no brainer. Please. Is that am I not right there? It's stupid not to. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, you can't act like, you know, you're taking uh, or you're drinking like a substandard coffee just to support SAF or, or GOA mm-hmm. or whoever. This is really good coffee. That 1776 yeah. blend. I mean, it is it is some of the best coffee I have ever had. I was out at yeah. a buddy's it's house in Phoenix. Shit. No, no. I was out at a buddy's house in Arizona for a couple of days with very busy couple of days. Lots of Defender coffee was brewing in the morning. I can promise you guys that. And bags of it in there. And it wasn't it was I forget the roast. I drink the Liberty roast here. I don't remember what he had, but it was his wife's favorite. And it's Liberty. It's interesting because my wife loves it. 
She's been a huge coffee drinker her whole life, and she loves that Defender Organic Liberty Roast. DefenderCoffee.com, ladies and gentlemen, and here's the plug. Don't just visit them. Visit all of our partners, please. Barrel Buddy is changing the way people clean their guns, myself included. That's that's some. Lee, do you, cha- do you clean your guns as often as you should? I'm going to guess you probably do. I try and get them every time I come back from the range. My EDC stuff, I try and clean every week. Do I accomplish both missions? No, but that's what yeah. I shoot for. Pardon, pardon. You know, but as you know, the patches are messy. They can stink. Yeah. And you can yep. get yelled at by your significant other to yep. get that outside. Go clean it outside. Oh, my God, the whole place stinks. No, I happen to love the smell of hops, okay, so it doesn't bother me. But it gets all over the place. Barrel Buddy wipes that out, ladies and gentlemen. Gets rid of it. Two passes with the Barrel Buddy. $14.99 for a bag of these. Well, 50 of them will clean about 15 guns. And depending on your usage, you can probably get a little bit more out of that. It's a no-brainer. It's one of those patented designs that was like, wow, why didn't I grab that idea from the, from the pool of ideas floating out there in the universe? Because this is a good one. BarrelBuddy.com. Make sure to check them out. All right, Lee, let's put a final stamp on the Kansas City gig. And then I want to start giving you some predictions about the election for fun. Of course, we'll tie it all back to guns, ladies and gentlemen. But have we now heard since there have been charges, Lee? And I'm asking this question seriously. I hate that it's a serious question. But have we now seen the end of the reporting on Kansas City now that the media has choked and had no choice but to report on it? Have we seen the end of it? Will we even know what happened to these people or are they just going to move on? They're going to move on. We have seen the end of the reporting. However, we have not seen an end of the references. They're going to reference the shooting in Kansas City uh, in fundraising. Every time they, they want to talk about mass shootings, it's going to be referenced. But we're not going to learn anything new. The reporting is over. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I brought this up on 97.1 with Mark Cox in the morning today. When I Googled gun control a couple days ago, on Sunday, actually, Here's some of the headlines. I grabbed this screenshot because it's fascinating. And I want your perspective as a real true newsman. CNN, Missouri has some of the weakest gun laws in the U.S. Here's how that's impacting the law. (laughs) Washington Post, a Kansas City crowd acted in a way debaters have never said they would. Bloomberg, NFL needs to step up its gun control message after Kansas City tragedy. ABC News, what to know about Kansas City's homicide rate and Missouri gun laws. National Review, peculiar coverage of the Kansas City shooting. And then there's a dot. I don't know what the rest of it was. AP, Kansas City shooting. Here's a look at Missouri's gun policies. And then The Guardian. Can there be a U.S. where kids aren't shot in schools? The gun safety leaders are at a parade and on and on and on and on and on. Lee, I'm assuming that's what you're referencing here when you say we haven't. But that's what they're going to use. We haven't we won't get any more specifics on that case. Right. But we will get references to it. And is that what you were referring to? That type of garbage. They're going to use it to attack law abiding citizens. A hundred percent. And you left one important one off the list. Bill Maher said on his show that Missouri does not require background checks. Background checks are not needed in Missouri. Evidently, Missouri has found some way around federal law, which requires gun dealers, FFLs, to conduct a background check whenever they sell a firearm. All right, Bill Maher, you're wrong. According to Bill Maher. Bill Maher is wrong. And let me say this. It's according to his producers. Really? Yeah. With all the money, the gobs of money they have over there that Mar has and that the producers, the staff has over there at HBO, you'd think they'd be able to get that one right. If you buy a gun, ladies and gentlemen, 
from a dealer, you get a federal background check, period. I don't care if it's at a gun show. I don't care what state it's in. End of the discussion. Anything else you hear from media is a flat out what, Lee? L-I-E. It is a lie. It is a mistruth, a false statement. That's a false declaration, Your Honor. Lee, we didn't uh, we didn't rehearse that before the show, did we? I, I just knew no, you that, knew went, the that went pretty well <laughs> because it is a flat out bald face lie. That's what it is. All right. Joe Biden will not be elected for a second term. Now, let me throw a couple caveats out here. I've stated publicly on the show many times. I do not believe Joe Biden is going to be the nominee come November. I stand by that. So when I say, when I give you why, I'm going to assume, let's assume he is the nominee. But when I give you these reasons why he won't be president, these are also reasons why I don't believe he's going to be on the ticket. So you can use that either way you want. But let's just assume, for the sake of argument, that Joe Biden winds up on the ticket in November. There's a Fox News headline out right now. Biden facing abysmal approval rating on immigration as Americans react to spiraling border crisis. Just 26 percent of Americans approve of Biden's handling of immigration policy. Let's just take that one. There is no candidate of either party that is going to be elected president just on that alone. Would you agree with me on that, Lee? 100 percent. 100 percent, Mark. How do the Democrats disagree with that? How can they? I don't think I don't think you can. I mean, I think we are living in right now. Uh, thanks to that special counsel report, this is an emperor has no clothes moment. I mean, we were writing about his dementia, his befuddlements, and his irrationality years ago. Yeah. Years ago. And finally, the legacy media has started picking up on it. And when that special counsel report hit, it was an indictment of every member of the White House press corps because producers, editors all said, why haven't you told us this before? Huh. When we come back, we're going to continue this conversation with Lee, the gunwriter Williams, because it's a good one, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, there are other reasons we're going to cover that as well. It'll be a fun remainder of this hour. Then we've got a second hour with Lee. Don't go away. We'll be right back on the flip side of this break. Four minutes from now. segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. If Daniel Defense was a little bit closer to me, they're in here in the state of Georgia. If they were a little bit closer to me, I would visit them today. But I have had the honor and the privilege of visiting them and hosting, uh, emceeing their annual banquet three solid years running for all three years that it's been running. And that place is incredible. Visit DanielDefense.com because it's going to be hard for you to get to the plant. I live in Georgia, and it's hard for me to get to the plant. But that's only because I don't live down where the plant is. But nonetheless, I digress. DanielDefense.com. Six-hour studios lit up for you. Daniel Defense Mike, X-Insurance, presenting it all. Visit all of our partners, please. They make the show possible. Need to feed your firearms that you're keeping clean with barrel, buddy? Yeah, you do. PT Ammo has you covered. American-made, young entrepreneurs fighting the fight behind the blue line in Guilford, Connecticut. Support these guys. Buy a box of ammo. 50-round box, 100-round, buy a 1,000, whatever you can. 
and support the people that support the show, that support the country through the show and your right to bear arms. It's ammo. I know you want to support your local gun shops. I do, too. I try to toss it all around. I really do, because I'm a customer of all of the sponsors that we have here and have been for many, many years. But anybody, anytime I can help somebody out and get their name out there that has a great product, I'm going to help do that. PT Ammo is one of them. Support these guys. Visit PTAmmo.com. Use promo code AAR. Don't forget your goat guns. Make sure to pick them up. Ryan Petty down there in Florida just put in an order. If you guys have the goat guns and you were looking for the rack, the display rack, it's back in stock. So get it while you can. I'm going to do that today because I don't have the rack. Get it. It's available for you at GoatGuns.com. He also used his first-time promo code, at a, used AAR promo code, and saved 10% right off the bat. He texted me earlier today to let me know that that thing was back in stock. So make, make sure to check out GoatGuns.com, ArmsList.com. Cutting Edge Fire will be going here at my house in about an hour and 20 minutes. CuttingEdgeFirewood.com. We've already ordered our smoking wood for the season. You can do the same. They ship all over the country. And make sure you have some of that food, emergency food, HeavensHarvest.com. HeavensHarvest.com. Lee the Gunwriter Williams, welcome back, my brother, from another mother. And you really are, too. I just found that story that we were talking about. The the headline was, it's time to talk about the president's mental health. The subhead was the mainstream, the mainstream media continues to ignore obvious signs that the president's cognitive abilities are declining. Mm-hmm. You know, when we wrote that June 2021, nearly three years ago. And where did that appear? Uh, on Armed American News and on the gun yeah. right. And what was the date of that one more time? June 24, 2021. You knew you four years ago. You knew Joe Biden, right? Away, Personally, yeah. and, and I, I knew him, and I, I knew his son Bo, not his uh, crack addicted son Hunter. Never met him, but yeah, I knew him. And the minute I saw him start losing it, I've known him for twenty years. Man, I saw him start slurring his words. He had trouble reading off the teleprompter. He couldn't speak extemporaneously without a prompter. Um, I knew he was losing it, and that's damn near three years ago. Yeah, that appeared. We talked about it on this program many, many, many times. Now, let's go to reason number two. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your thought, please. No, just now, the mainstream media is catching up. All right. Well, all right. Okay. All right. Let me give you the reason. Then I want to throw something out. Let me give you the second reason why Joe Biden will never be elected or reelected. Let's just say elected, not reelected, because 81 million votes. Really, folks? Okay. All right. I think that's becoming clearer and clearer every day. Nonetheless, the reason he will not be elected in November, again, assuming he's on the ticket, is that right there. Americans will not put in what is clearly dementia addled Joe Biden at his age for another four years. It isn't going to happen. The partisans are going to vote for him. The hacks are going to vote for him. The diehard Democrats are going to vote for him because that's what they do. But that's not where the election is won or lost. And where the election is won or lost, people are going to go, I ain't voting for that. He's Because, ladies and gentlemen, he isn't going to remember his name by Inauguration Day. Americans will not put him back in office. Lee. That's reason number two. I blame Jill. I think she just enjoys the limelight and the spotlight too much to give it up. It, it, this is becoming elder abuse here, brother. And, and we used to joke about that. It's no joke anymore. 
I mean, you see him. He walks like a penguin. He can't. He can't talk. He, he can't. Uh, there's no way, and everybody knows it now. My, the big question, the only question that remains is, since he's a puppet, who is actually running the government, running the country? Yeah, and that's a scare. The answer to that is scary because we can only surmise, and we have some pretty good educated guesses. You got Susan Rice, you got Obama back there running the show, pulling the strings. But ladies and gentlemen, I promise you, your neighbors, save for the ones that hate you and wouldn't vote any of those. But that's again, that's not where the election is going to be won or lost. Americans will not put him back in office. They know because they see everything the media hasn't been telling you. And now the media sees it. And that's what I wanted to go back to that one quickly. The media has known this, Lee. When the her report came out, they finally were able to say, oh, thank God. And now you've got reporters who know that their defense of Joe Biden is, pardon the pun, not going to age well, and they're out of the bag, aren't they? Yeah, you finally got, it's like they gave permission to report the truth. And that is one of the sicknesses of that White House press corps. They're a bunch of lemmings. They follow each other. It has been unconsciously agreed upon not to report on the president's mental health. Nobody does it, so nobody does it. You see what I'm saying? And they get away with it, and it's sad, and it is a disservice. They're, but nowadays, these reporters, especially these young kids at the White House, they don't want to report the truth. They're more concerned about you know, becoming a brand, getting followers on social media. That's what, they, that's what they care about. They don't care about reporting the truth or taking a dangerous position that the president has no clothes. Social media, biggest scourge that's ever, 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 ever been thrown at this country. I'll digress. Reason number three, ladies and gentlemen, he will not be reelected. Go to the grocery store after the program today, and I rest my case. Americans are are, are fed up. They're not going to put up with it. Does gun control have a part to do it? Yeah. Many Americans are sick and tired of what's coming at us from gun control perspective. But those are the three big reasons right there. And I do have confidence in Americans. What I do not have confidence is is the election process anymore. And ladies and gentlemen, I think you probably agree with me on that one. I think that's the hurdle, Lee, right? Let's take that to the break. Then we come back. We got lots of other fun stuff to talk about. I agree. I think uh, Trump Trump has the ultimate line that Ron Reagan used. Are you better off now than you were four years ago? And nobody can say yes to that, truthfully. We're going to close out right there on that one, ladies and gentlemen. That's Lee the Gunwriter Williams, and he is kind enough to stay with me for the next hour, and we have a lot to talk with you about. Oh, good heavens. We have some of his stories to talk about. We also have uh, a New York, the village up in Olean, New York, is losing. Oh, that's, there's the music. It is losing its soul, according to the report as the nation's oldest gun manufacturer flees the blue state of New York. For where? None other than where I sit here. It's Remington. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And if you live up there and you're listening to the show, let me just say this. If you voted for your own demise, I have no sympathy for you. None. Good. You did it to yourself. If you didn't and you live up there, I would hope that you would make your neighbors aware who did how you feel about them. Hmm. Fun stuff. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense will be back at six minutes after on the flip side. Lots and lots to cover with Lee the Gunwriter Williams. We'll see you in a few minutes.
Prescription for Freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. 